Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We call this dude Big Rob. He's just big and his um, he's a black dude. He goes, he goes, yeah, baby. Uh, you know that friend of you, thicker than a snow. You understand? What I'm <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know how to respond to what you're saying right now. <laughs> 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 he was a little aggressive, you know, um, but he's not wrong. So I can't really, I can't really test, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it is, man. People have been making fun of me because I stay with this Coors Banquet, stubby glass bottles. I'm like Adam, there is much better things you can be drinking. And I go, I know, I've had them. But you know what? I also know my wallet loves Banquet in the stubby <laughs> bottle. This shit's cheap as fuck, <laughs> and it don't taste bad either. Right. right. Pretty much every every time we're recording, I get two. You know. Because why not? Enjoy. Did you ever do that anyway? You were saying, thinking about no, having like one or two. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't yet, but who knows? I mean, no, pre- no pressure. Right. I was just kidding. I was just I curious. I peer pressure, man. <laughs> Can't deal with this. Oh, man. All right. You'll well, probably, go ahead. No, we're still talking. We're still talking. Calm oh, down. We're still talking. No, I'm just kidding. I was just saying. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, wait. But, but before we before we do that, uh, Remember I sent you that meme of that uh, the the black and white kid and the black kid goes God I hate my mom and then the white kid's like you want to kill her he's like there you go there with, you that go bo- with that bullshit <laughs> it was funny because the next day I got a, I saw a story on the news that talked about a 15 year old kid that killed, strangled his mom Fuck over bad geez. grades I couldn't even imagine like i don't understand that like what the fuck like and and there's some there's some fucked up parents out there I get that right. But this kid probably was like, yeah, my, like, well, you're grounded. Um, your grades are strangle. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Apparently, even- he got friends to help him. So, you know, it was, you know, it was white kids. 
Of course. Yeah. And I say that being a white kid, like right. it's, I don't know what it is with mental stability yeah. and white. I, you know what I think it is? It's, it's, it has something to do with not struggling. Yeah. And, and, and I, I really – I think that human beings are defined by suffering. You know, I'm not trying to sound religious and tell the truth. Hmm. So you, you become a better person through what you've endured. endured. So, I know now my you pain. Have, I need my pain. Exactly. <laughs> but you have kids now. Do you learn it from Star Trek? I mean, come on. You have kids now that they grow up in a in a in a nice lifestyle they don't want, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But their parents will teach them anything. Mm. They just keep buying things, and everything's provided, for and they live in this little bubble where everything's fine. And then as soon as something goes wrong, fucking snap. Yeah, because they they're not equipped. They don't understand. That's why I tell my kids, "You're lucky you were poor, and now we're not. But you're lucky you were fucking dirt poor because now you'll remember." That. Yeah. You know, and I always I make my, I make sure my kids suffer just enough, <laughs> and they fuck up. I think it's important though, because no, then you it, it, it is because then there's a certain there's a certain sense of pride, you know, when you're like, oh, right. I was doing that and I didn't want to go through that. But the problem that most people is mostly the the selfish people that will go like, oh, you know, I. I live like that and I don't want my kids to go through that. So I'm going to give them everything they want. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And my kids, my kids have a few friends like that where they live, you know, middle class, upper middle class, whatever. And they have everything. Every new game. Hat. They don't even for nothing. And so every once in a while, my kids, like, usually one will be like, cause boys are just at this age. They're not as intelligent as girl. I'm just going to be honest. Right. Um, <laughs> They're like, well, he has it. Why can't I? And I'm, I don't give a fuck what he has. Like he's gonna have a charge when he fucking stabs somebody when he's an adult too. Right. You want? I that? make my kids work for shit. <laughs> I make my kids work for shit. Like if they want a game, I'm done for game. Go clean this backyard up. Do something. Right. You know, nothing's free. Nope. The the problem with my kid. <laughs> And I told him what a hundred percent agree was last. I said, you know, you guys are kind of lucky um, because you have an Irish father and a Salvadoran mother. Like, there's, there's no, you're not going to get any. So like, it's, it's going to constantly be like, life is pain. You need to deal with that fact. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks on the Lazy Geeks Network. Hi, uh, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Fucker. All, right. All right, and this is episode ten, or if you're following our legacy numbers, episode three twenty one. Um. So, oh man, so I, I've been watching these movies, the movies that I I've wanted to see, or documentaries that I wanted to see. And oh, I don't know what it is. I'm turning into such a fucking pussy lately, or they're just. It's hitting... not lately. It's not lately. <laughs> <laughs> they just hit me right in the fields. I saw. I saw this. I finally saw the movie Christopher Robin. And uh, I haven't seen that yet. And you know, Ewan McGregor plays an um, uh, an adult Christopher Robin, and it starts like when he's a kid, and he's with Pooh, and 
uh, and Piglet and, you know, uh, Tigger and Eeyore and all of them. And uh, by the way, the, the voice of Pooh and Tigger are voiced by the original voice actor. So it's it's like fully authentic. Uh, Brad, oh, shit. Brad Garrett, who played uh, uh, Ray Romano's brother in Everybody Loves Raymond, plays Eeyore. And I think it, thought he did a great job. Peter Capaldi plays uh, um, the voice of, uh, of the bird. And yeah, the owl. Yeah. No, not the owl. No, there's a there's a bird and there's the there is an owl. And he's played by. Uh, oh, my God. I'm, this is. Toby, something Toby, but he played the, um, if you've ever watched Doctor Who, he was in that episode with Matt Smith uh, called Amy's Choice, and, you know, it was when they landed in this alternate timeline where Amy was pregnant and married to Rory, and he I was, remember that. Yeah, and, or if you, or maybe a Captain America fan, he played uh, uh, the Red Skull's chief scientist, and, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, his voice was in there, and, uh, and oh man, like in the beginning, the movie, the movie starts like the fucking books. Like you would see like the the sketch art, and then it dissolves into the actual movie, and it would goes back and forth, you know, and showing how he grew up and kind of, you know, you started getting hit with the feels like when you know Christopher Rom says, "I'll never forget you, Pooh," and then of course as he grows up, he becomes, you know, he pulls away from that. So like. You know, Pooh keeps walking up to Christopher Robin's tree home and just like looking and like he's not there. And you're kind of like, oh, you start feeling bad for Pooh. And there's just it's so kind of is it kind of like Hook? Kind of like, oh, like the Hook. movie Hook. Yeah, where he forgets. It, yeah, kind of like that where he, he he forgets, but it's because it's the traditional, you know, grew up, you forget your childhood kind of thing. Right. And um, and then. uh he starts going through this issue where, you know, he's, you know, he has to find a way to cut this, cut the budget. Otherwise he's going to, you know, most of these the people that he work that work under him are going to be fired. And so he's really trying to, trying to, he's trying to find something. And, and at one point Pooh walks into Christopher Robin's uh, tree house and you hear him going, you know, Christopher, cause he's like, he, because he's, everybody's gone. He can't figure out why, Piglet and, and Tigger and everybody's all gone. And then he emerges from this tree in London and he walks around and he's like, oh, oh, there's a, he goes, there's a bed. I'll go lay down on it. And he lies mm-hmm. down on this bench and then Christopher Robin sits on the bench on the other side and he says something and then all of a sudden uh, Pooh answers him and then he turns around and he jumps back and he goes, Pooh? Like, <laughs> and he's like, Hi. And then, you know, he's, you know, he's thinking he's losing his mind and, you know, it starts this whole thing where he's trying to get Pooh back to, uh, back to the, um, the house that he had as a kid. And, um, but, oh, it's such a, it's such a great, a great nostalgia movie, but it hits you right in the feels. Like yeah. it totally hits you in the feels. And, um, and it's just, it's just kind of like, oh, and then another one that hit me on the feels was, won't you be my neighbor? That uh Mr. Rogers documentary. Right. And oh like these I watch these two movies and I'm just like I'm not crying, you're crying. Like You're crying. <laughs> it's just that that those those feels and you know and the documentary is amazing and you really kind of look at it and you just and a lot of p- other people that I've I've listened to and, and I know like when they watch it they're like 
you know, um, last, podcast, last podcast on the left, there's uh, Henry Zabrowski, who's brash and just, you know, nothing phases him. He said he watched this movie and he goes, this movie shows me that I'm getting soft. Like right. I started to kind of tear up watching this movie and I was like, I was like, thank you. It wasn't just me. Like I thought maybe it's just the nostalgia factor. And he's like going, this movie made me realize that I'm fucking soft. <laughs> you know, that this movie got to me. And, I mean, you always have the just fucking hit you. Yeah. But it kind of reminds you just like, you know, he's, he was kind of subversive back in the day. And and then I didn't realize that the um, where that uh, shooting happened at the synagogue that was Mister Rogers' neighborhood. He grew up there. Oh, for real? Yeah, they said that like this is Mister Rogers. They go, this it was because he grew up here, you know. And and so it's just kind of like, you know, you you kind of look at it and you're just like, oh my god, we so need him right now, <laughs> you know. Um, we need we need a the problem. People like Mister Rogers even when people didn't notice it then was a moral compass. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And you kind of almost to the point that he good, that you wouldn't want to disappoint him like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? And we don't really, there's, it's hard to find. We have people like that, but they're hard to find with all the noise. Yeah. So much going. Well, it's, it's like that. And sometimes I feel that way when I do my, my show, the fine line, because I'm trying to like, bring a little logic and i feel like i'm yelling into the wind you know like it's like right it's not sexy it's not sitting there attacking other people and shit so i feel like i'm just kind of like just shouting into the wind and like nothing's ever going to get heard but yeah i know and it's just like yeah with all the noise and the, the the trump speech and all that all this crap that's just out there it's just like we need balance we need a moral compass like we you know take if you know, it's, it's, you know, we need that. So I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe sometimes too, when you see these movies that like are human in a lot of ways, you know, you kind of suddenly get that touch of humanity. You yeah. Know, and it kind of touches you and you're just like, oh, this is what it's like to feel, <laughs> you know, because a lot of times in, the, in our culture, you know, you're, you design yourself to stop feeling shit, stop listening to shit you know yeah and you get something that pulls you right back in you're like <laughs> yeah you feel like fucking al pacino in the godfather part three every time i try to get out they pull me back in you know <laughs> <laughs> so all right so our main story this week is apple and uh remember back in the day in like what was it in like 1984 and in, in the early 80s think different and, you know, we're the little, you know, we're the little company, you know, we, we're standing up to the Microsofts and, and the IBMs and all those other, you know, companies of the world. And we're going to be the, well, uh, the Mavericks, you know, and now you're kind of like, yeah, not so much anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like 30 years later, you're kind of like, yeah, you're kind of doing what everybody else does. But yet people always mean like, oh, I, I have Apple because oh, I couldn't use Android. Why? You know, there's still this just like this. I love I love when people I can't use Apple I can't use Android because it's confusing Apple's and I'm like they're both the same level of complexity. Yeah. It, it, I mean Android just lets you do more, but you don't have to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing, yeah, like Apple forces you this is how you have to do it. the Apple ecosystem as they, they used to call it. And it's just like, you know, uh this it's you know, what is it? Proprietary. 
It's like fucking yeah. Sony. You know, oh yeah, you can use, you know, you can use memory cards. You have to use ours, you know. But if you if you start noticing lately, and Steve Jobs is probably rolling over in his grave, you know, they're slowly kind of pulling away from it. Now they're using USB-C ports now. You know, they're they're slowly kind of, you know, mm-hmm. the the uh, the wireless charging. You can use sta- regular, you know, wireless chargers. We yeah, didn't. because that kind of shit was pissing people off. Yeah. And then the whole, and then the whole, we're getting rid of uh, of headphone jacks, so now you need to buy a fucking dongle. It's like, and now they're like, oh, but now we have those ear pods, so you don't need to. It's just Bluetooth. It's like, it's like, yeah, but not everybody has the money to buy fucking ear pods. Yeah, there, and that's the thing too. I was watching, or I was watching an article. I was reading an article. You could about have been watching the, it too. <laughs> about the ear pods. And somebody was, because it was just an article about like the six best truly wireless um, earbuds. Like the ones that don't have, like they're just two pieces that you stick in your ear. Um, and they were talking about that. Like a lot of people are going to buy ear pods, but for that same amount of money, you get a dramatically better sound. Because a lot of people are just buying them because they say Apple on them. And if you're, if you're really part of the Apple ecosystem, you're kind of their typical consumer. You don't think about it. You just, you see that Apple logo on there. Perfect. Yeah. That works, you know, and nine times out of 10, you'd be right because it will work with your stuff, but it's not the best, not necessarily the best thing you can get. You know, um, their computers are kind of, honestly, this, they're kind of a joke. At this point, I mean, you can get a much better computer for that kind of price, or you could spend a lot less and comparable. Um, their desktops, to me, shouldn't, and um, their laptops, the laptops are pretty. I will give them that, and they're light as a feather. But you can get fucking machines like that for from other sources. Yeah, for a lot less cost. Yep. Um. So. With that, I wanted to kind of talk about how they seem to be kind of changing things and, and not necessarily things for the better. Um, one of the things I wanted to kind of touch on was for the longest time, people have kind of been waiting for this. Like everybody assumed there was going to be an Apple crash. Now, I never I knew there was never going to be an Apple crash per se, but I knew it was going to there was going to be a slowdown. Of people buying Apple products. Yeah. And, and the slowdown would be monitored more like how people always make a big deal. Oh, not as many people are use, are playing WoW like before. Remember? But it was still like fucking huge. You know, there's still more people playing WoW on a downturn than playing any other fucking game. Yeah, it's still it's still first place on the MMO list. It's like a distant first place. Yeah. Like second place is nowhere near it. <laughs> And so, but now, you know, people are starting to slowly notice that, oh, hey, you know what? Apple isn't selling as many devices as they used to be. Also, if you're noticing, prices of the devices are starting to increase. And some mm-hmm. some have said that, yeah, that that what it's doing is the, the, the price increase is correlating to the slowing. So they can still make the same amount of money. They're just charging more for less pro- for lesser sales. Now, 
recently Apple revealed that they're no longer going to be uh, revealing how much, how many devices are sold. Because in their, in their view, that was like, well, you know, sales doesn't define the market share that it, you know, and it's true. You know, sales don't necessarily de decide the market share, you know, uh, but it does help. Mm -hmm. uh, usually a lot of companies usually determine the company's validity through, you know, sales. Now, you know, their whole concept, is, their, their construct is, well, yeah, but sales don't um, determine everything. You know, our app store does and all of our and our computer stuff and our iPads and all of that stuff. But it's like, yeah, they're part and parcel. But the thing is, is with technology, if you're either selling a lot or you ain't making it anymore. You know, we've seen that with Google all the time. You know, Google will make a uh, make a tablet and then the next year they stop making it. Right. You know, uh, Samsung does it all the time. Sony, yep. for crying out loud. You know, yeah, it's definitely Apple's not the only guilty party here. Shit. Um, it's all the bigger ones because they can afford, like they can afford to make something expensive and then go, ah, fuck. Yeah. And then do something else. You know, Sony was fucking king of that. <laughs> Like it was crazy. Sony was coming out with shit that they just planned on not supporting. <laughs> like you know what? <laughs> yeah, we, we we support it at the time we were making it. Now we not so much, but you know, right? We'll release it, I guess. You know, but <laughs> you know, we found this stuff laying around. We're not even sure if our operating system is going to work in it, but we're going to sell it, and you know, we'll see what happens. I remember everybody everybody liked um, Sony Vio tops, and I remember <laughs> I used to tell people, I'm like, yeah, those are trash. Yeah. <laughs> um they're they're proprietary nonsense and they break a lot and they're expensive. Really? Um they're pretty. They're definitely pretty. <laughs> but uh but you know it's you know and and you know a lot of companies are you know like and and to say like Apple's bad for that, you know, uh, Netflix never reveals how many people actually watch their stuff. No. You know, they ne they always, you know, it's they never announce how many people are actually you know, watching the stuff that they renew. So, you know, we have that. But another thing that kind of has kind of bothered me because we don't see this with other other device, other companies, Apple throttling devices. Yeah. That always kind of bugged me. Because no one else does that. Like, no, it's really No one else does weird. it. And, and their validity for the reason why is makes no sense. Yeah, because like they had this like, oh, well, you know, it's a strain. The newer OSs are strained on older devices. So we throttle it. So, you know, it doesn't wear down the battery. And then it was like, well, then, bitch, let us change the battery. Let us fix the battery. And then they started offering a discount to for people to change the batteries to a newer thing. And then they said and then when Congress actually approached them about it, they were like, oh, yeah, no, doesn't look like our, our newer devices are going to suffer that same fate. What do you know? secretly thrown out in their uh faqs though that i that first generation iphone x that you bought last year gonna be throttled yeah i mean they do and that's not even that long ago. that's like, a, that's, that's not even a ridiculous. year that's not even a year right. and the thing is is that you know you can go into the settings and reduce the default but it most people won't know how to or don't even know they can but you know you have this whole thing where Nobody else does it. Android doesn't do that. Yeah, your device will run slow, maybe if it's too resource heavy, you know, because each OS is different. But fuck, what the fuck is Apple doing 
that they need to throttle a year, not even a year old phone to, to throttle it because it's going to be resource heavy. Maybe you should fucking lighten up on the resources it uses. Yeah. But my, my, my whole point of that is that it, what that's doing now, if you keep this in mind, (laughs) this sounds like a conspiracy theory. If you keep this in mind with everything, it just shows that Apple wants to increase sales. Now, the problem that, or not the problem, the problem that I have, the problem is, is that, and, you know, we talk shit about Apple and, and their devices and stuff like that and the, the, cust- the consumers that buy it. The problem is Apple made their devices too good. Hmm. <laughs> you don't agree? Um, I think, I think the, the thing that Apple does great is they market their stuff as you have to get Apple. Everyone else crazy. Like, and, and it's their, their consumer base falls pretty big, but then you also get a lot of work because they, they go on the vise of, of, um, or the veil of simplicity where it's so the, the, Apple devices are so much simpler to use. In a lot of respects, they are because you can. You're only in one. There's no way to go anywhere. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know where you're going with that. And my point was that their devices are too. Because my, my, my view on it was because people don't change their iPhones that much. We see those lines of those, you know, people that have to be on the cusp, you know, of having the newest iPhone. But if you look at the original mark, that their regular market share. Most of their market share is older devices. I agree with that. Yeah, and I see that. I see that um, at work. Like everyone who has an iPhone, none of them have a new. Yeah, they all have a. Um, most of them have seven. Yeah, they'll have seven. Like, like, I like a button. You'll hear hear that from. Yeah, that they took the button away. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay, it's the Android people that have the newest shit. Right. All the time. You know, which is probably a problem. For Apple and probably you don't want to tell anybody how much they're selling anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you know, a lot of people that I know, like when you when you talk to parents and their kid has an iPhone, usually their right. iPhone is gonna be like a seven, you know, or even some have a six, like, oh, I just got a six, you know, because they're remarkably cheaper. And they can also do most of everything that they, they can. And the benefit of having one ecosystem is every device is gonna do the same thing. Not like when you have, you know, you know, the LG's Android is going to be a little different from Samsung's Android, not to mention the bloatware that comes with it. But you and and yeah, my point was that they, they made their devices too good that people don't see the necessity of grabbing the newest phone. And then when you make the hardcore turn and this is this is where we, we were waiting to see them getting rid of the home button, getting rid of the, um, the headphone jack. Because if you if you hear a lot of people like yeah they took the fucking headphone jack away and I just kind of want to keep this, you know some people are um, I used to work with somebody who was like yeah my iPhone's fucking up but I don't want to get the new one I need a headphone jack, you know and and it's true you know you 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 make such a you make such a drastic change you're gonna get people that are gonna resist that change because they need right. it uh, and and the problem is is now they're seeing the result sales are slowing. People are buying older shit, which means not as expensive and they're going to be less money. So what are they going to start doing? They need to start slowing it down and 
basically forcing people to be like, well, you know, if you get the new iPhone, you won't have that problem. And because, you know, keep in mind, you know, I have I have an iPad. Uh, fuck, I still have I have a 160 gig iPod that running perfectly. I've had it for several years and, you know, works like a charm. Never have a need to change it to anything else. I have a two year old iPad, which, again, works beautifully. Everything works well. I, my brother got last year's model. And I looked and I was like, that's, you know, it's like some slight feature differences, but I can still do mine. The only difference that he has versus mine is he has more storage space, but I have one drive, so it doesn't really fucking matter at that point. Right. But, and, and I do, I, I do with your point, um, they, cause th- that is one thing, like they're not known for durability, but if you, if you take care of your stuff, yeah, an iPhone, an iPhone, an iPad, it will last for a very long time. I mean, you see people with the, uh, there's this kind of movement where people are buying 2011 um, MacBook. Mm, yeah. You know, the thicker, the white one, because those ones started ports away and they, they actually are good computers. They run the current, um, the current Mac OS just fine, you know, and, and you just got to kind of talk about the hard drive and a little bit in it you know and yeah they do apple has never not made good shit i i don't really like their os right, um, but, that's, but that's a that's a personal preference exactly. it has you know what i mean the problem is the glaring is their business um and how they treat their consumers which the sad thing is their consumers um but they're treated like sheep yeah because they kind of are <laughs> like i feel i feel um, Samsung's kind of getting that way too, and I love Samsung, but Samsung's getting that way. Too. Yeah. Like I just get phones; they don't even think about it, you know. Um, and that's fine too. There's nothing wrong. I I was talking to someone at work, and they've only had an, and I asked them just out of curiosity because, wow, that's a really nice. I have a eight. That's a really nice looking phone. Thanks. And they're like, um, yeah, I've only. Okay, and she's like, well, that probably you know you probably stupid. Why? Well, the phone you use business. Like I say, does your iPhone do everything to do? And she's like, Yeah, keep it pushing. Yeah. You know, there's there's no issue. Now, it's the people, the people that have issues, ones that want the latest and greatest, and they're caught in this trap of social acceptance, where their circle of people are like, you have the seven ass, like right. that kind of shit. Yeah, and I feel. Cool. But I feel like that culture is wearing thin. I yeah. feel like that culture of iPhone users, of I need the newest shit. I think the the new, the latest young people are a little bit more cost conscious. I don't know why, but they seem to be. Because even my daughter, my 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 daughter has seven S, and I was like, hey, you're coming up, on your fucking your thing, <laughs> your or what is it? Where you can get a new phone. Yeah, where you can get a new um upgrade. Yeah, there you go, upgrade. And she's like and she's like adult now. You should probably take go get your own phone. You know, not be on the family. And she goes, Well, can I take this phone? Don't you why this one works? And I go, you know, it's an excellent fucking point. <laughs> and that goes right to your point of the seven S works just fine for an eighteen year old girl. 
Right. She's constantly on that thing. And she has no response. Zero reason. And she's looked at it. Trust me. She's done a research. She's like, I mean, great. It's a nice, that price is ridiculous. Right. And I go, yeah, it's starting to get to the point where they've, they've met a peak of what most people tolerate. Well, I think that's where we are. I think that's where devices are as a, as a, I guess to say as a culture, because once, you know, when iPhone announced or (laughs) iPhone, when Apple announced the new iPhones and, and that stuff last year, and then Samsung goes, oh, hey, here's the nine. Woohoo. You know, and, you know, you have that one, you know, the little party favorite right there. <laughs> People started, you know, saying, like, have we reached that point where now it's just the status quo when we used to have, like, oh, some, a new feature and a real new feature, not, oh, hey, guess what? You know, you have a notch at the top, you know, those kind of stupid little shits, you know, where right. it's suddenly it's like, you know, because we're even seeing it, we're seeing it a lot through Android. Is that we're just seeing, oh, yeah, the pictures are better. Now you can take pictures underwater in the dark, you know, with no oxygen. It's like, who does that? Like, you know, who needs that? And even like the new iPhone, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, we have a group selfie mode, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, but is that really a reason to, to buy it? You know, um, Apple made news recently because after what do they say, like 10 years or somewhere along that, they finally updated the I, the iPad. You know, they actually made yeah. like a, a major update to that. So less bezels, no home button. You have to use facial recognition to open it, which I'm not a big fan of. Um, and, uh, you know, so that was like the huge news. And to be honest, you know, I, I had stated in a, in, a, in a post that I had done on the site at the time that, if you haven't upgraded an iPad, this is a huge upgrade. Like the newer, you know, the the newer, uh, um, what do you call it? The newer processor and you know all the extra stuff that it can do. Yeah, if you have if you have an old iPad that you're kind of like, well, it's getting a little old. You know, I want to upgrade. Then this is the time to upgrade. Right. You know, and you know for. 800 bucks it wasn't a uh, wasn't a bad deal with all the extra stuff that it's able to do so it was kind of cool but at the same token apple was doing something a little funny and i did the article after this was um talking about that apple kind of pushed it at like yeah you can not only play regular games on it you know like tetris or bejeweled blitz or mahjong or you know <laughs> candy crush or whatever but you can play nba 2k19 on it Right. And they actually demoed it and everybody's like, okay, that's kind of cool. And they're like, spec wise, it's the same as an Xbox One S. Now, okay, cool. But the problem is, it's not a console. That's the thing. And that's the thing that the average person understand is you, you could have that tablet be the same exact specs quote-unquote, as an Xbox One S. But the problem is your power can't be as much. Right. Because the fucking, it just isn't suited for You yeah. have, uh, what What else? So much. It, oh, and the tablet's doing a bunch of other shit. Right. There's a lot like of stuff X- running in the background. Right. The Xbox is more specific for what, for its task. Right. You know, and it, 
It's this buzzword. It's like putting the word organic on honey. Like it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and I thought it was kind of interesting when I heard that. I was like, they claim to have the specs as as the as Xbox One S, and I was like, you know, anybody can have the specs, but at the same time, it's like you know, most Android phones are more powerful than laptop older laptops that we have nowadays. But that right. doesn't mean you can, you know, that it's going to function the same way. Xbox is designed to be a gaming console that happens to stream shit, which is similar because you're still doing shit with your Xbox. But, you know, my whole, you know, and, and you know, I pointed out that like, yeah, you can do it on. It's cool on games that don't really require precision aiming, you know, or precision targeting. But, hey, render World of Warcraft, Battlefield 1 or Forza on it, then we'll talk. But that's the same con- that you know, like that whole argument is um, is a is a what do you call it a uh, um, what was it when because I'm trying to think of like the term that I would use is like like when you like a conspiracy theory is is oh formulated on the old concept that the iPad was supposed to take over laptops and desktops right. and you weren't supposed to it was use supposed those to be anymore. the do yeah yeah but then again yeah but an iPad can't you know can't edit video you know or at least you know i mean yeah you can use photoshop and now they have like adobe is doing something where they did um adobe did a uh a lighter version that it can do it on there but you know it doesn't that's a key a lighter a lighter version yeah exactly it's a lighter version you know that isn't something that the professionals are start yeah like a desktop or even even a macbook pro you know it doesn't have the power of a macbook pro you know to do that kind of that kind of um power or that kind of workload because you know i mean you have a tablet your your social media doing you're looking at emails maybe you're reading or doing texts you know uh reading books watching videos watching youtube all of that stuff but you know and like you know like my my brother has recently well not recently uh yeah beginning of the year he he upgraded and got a i an ipad and, you know, he used to use his phone for most of the stuff that he does, but now he uses his iPad. Watch, he goes online, goes on Facebook, plays games on it, reads books, watches movies, mostly watches movies and read books. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, but that, that was kind of what he did on, his, on the computer. He's bar- he uses his computer now when he does harder functions like, oh, I got to do my online banking and not use the app and actually go into the web interface. Because it's easier to do on a laptop than it is to do on an iPad, you right. know, and he uses that, but he doesn't use it as much or he goes into uh, uh, Outlook and stuff like that. But same for me, like I'll use my laptop to do a little more heavy Photoshop editing or, you know, uh, when I'm doing articles for the site, it's easier to do it on a laptop than it is on a, on, on a tablet. But I still have a tablet and I use the tablets for pretty much what I would use my phone for. <laughs> you know so and, and i think i think a lot of it a lot of things that people get to and it got ca- caught up in the market the the marketing of everything is necessity yeah. like do you need all that shit you know what i mean and i'm not you do you steve do you all the time I just meet other <laughs> i do but like i have i do <laughs> i have a, a desktop and i have we do have a laptop and it's not technically mine but i can use it whenever <laughs> um and i have my i have a pretty big phone so I do a lot of stuff on my phone. Compensating for something. 
well, you know, I'm trying to match up. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not on my computer as much as I, which is something that I'm trying to actively do because I, I just be on the computer all day. It's because you had one monitor. That's why. Right. And it was depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do agree kind of going back to the whole replacing uh, device stuff. Like I have a note. 8. It's currently broken, but it works. It's just one thing on it that stubborn and don't fucking Verizon. Um, my stupid finger sensor. Like it just doesn't work at all. Hmm. And I know that if I Verizon, give me a first phone. Right. And I'm like, uh, that because I bought this one. You know, I have a problem with refurb thing. Um, but anyway, I don't see a ever replace this phone unless it breaks. Right. It's it's the fastest. It has features beyond what I'll. And I also like the split screen thing and the pen I use. So. I think that's the problem that a are having and it's just hitting Apple more because Apple has amount of things that they do really think of yeah you know they only have a they have the iPhone the MacBook the and the iMac that's that's kind of it and a couple of odds and and dongles they probably make a lot of money on <laughs> um but they're not the only company to Samsung same way we're getting to the point of of kind of no return we're going okay your devices are top notch. I'm going to buy one that's expensive and then I'm not going to replace it until it doesn't work, which is becoming few and far between. As long as people, it's almost like they're betting that you'll break your phone. Yeah. Now they're all glass and shit. Hmm. Well, that's like, that's like the whole thing of like, you know, why they're throttling the phones down. It's because they're expecting, well, you know, people, if people take care of them, we should throw it down, slow it down because then, and it, it's funny too, because remember that you used to always hear like, yeah, my, you know, my two years are up and, you know, I don't really need to get a new phone, but suddenly now my phone's fucking up. It's almost like they know when it's going to, you know, yeah. when, and it's kind of some validity to that, you know, but see, you know, when you're talking about not buying refurbs, like now I, Apple is actually selling refurbed iPhone 8s. Well, mine is, I don't, I have issue with, I have a brand new phone, something wrong with it, and refurbished phone. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Like, I, yeah. I don't. I agree. I agree that the, the, if the phone is legitimately broken or dead, we shouldn't have to deal with a refurb phone. Now, right. with that being said, I've had some refurbs, particularly from Verizon, and sometimes they were better than the original. Can't, I agree with that, too. Yeah. But this, the thing. If you're going to get a refurb from any, I think Verizon handles yeah. companies that I've dealt with. Yeah. I'm just fucking stubborn. But, but And also, you got to give your phone up for five days. Yeah. And you have no. <laughs> well, it's, it was weird because, like, when, um, when I had my phone, like, when I did my old refurb, because I've heard that, you know, people have to give it up. But I've had it where they sent me the new phone. Then once I got it, I shipped back my old phone. So I didn't have with I didn't go without a phone. So I don't know. Oh, maybe that yeah, maybe the So I don't know. That's that's the last time I had to do a refurb. They did that. They're like, okay, well, 
Uh, we'll put in one and they'll send it to you. And then once you get it, because you have like, I think like seven days to send it back. Otherwise they charge you or whatever. But so yeah. I don't know, you know, they may, have, I don't know if they may have changed it since then, but you know, but when I mentioned about the refurbed iPhone eight for, from Apple, it's only a hundred dollars off. Yeah. That's not that much. No. Cause when you think about it, when you think of an, of a refurb phone, you know, like we've gone to Best Buy and seen like, oh, this is refurbished and it's literally almost half off, Yeah, you know, or, oh, it's open box, you know, a hundred bucks off. You see it from like, oh, it's an open box, but everything is in there. Well, it's just an open box. You know, you take your chances, but refurbs, you know, it, anything less than like essentially like 20% off is like, don't fucking insult me with that shit. It's, <laughs> don't insult my fucking intelligence yeah, it's like if it's a hundred bucks at this point when you're spending between four to five hundred bucks you know a hundred bucks i'll just yeah. fucking get the new one and that's what they want you to do but it's like they're giving you the option it's, it's just that that kind of illusion that they're doing so you know the and the whole point for this and i think i'll wrap this up here is the whole point of all of this was just to kind of say like you know when you're an apple user and you think oh yeah you know with with this, I'm I'm against the game, or you know, I'm with the the good. Co- they're a big company now, and everything they're doing is what a big company does. You're no yeah, uh, once you're the once you you have that kind of market share and that kind of revenue, you're not the little guy anymore. Yeah, you have a lot of people still believe that old commercial where the lady ran in sledgehammer and smashed. It was supposed to be Microsoft smash the establishment Hmm. apple is the establishment yeah when it comes to phones um so to think otherwise (laughs) you know what i mean everyone else is chasing apple because apple has the biggest market share right i mean that's the whole my samsung phone tends to look like an iphone (laughs) (laughs) you know they're not you know, so yeah. All right. So lastly tonight, uh, I've got this article here from the Huffington Post as well. A Florida woman said that she's getting death threats because of a Holocaust theme display she put in her yard. This is kind of a, a last week I did a Halloween story. This one's kind of also related. Susan Lamerton, a realtor in uh, Newport Ritchie, put up a display earlier that week featuring skeletons in concentration camp ID numbers on, with concentration camp ID numbers on their arms and a star of David on their chest. Wow. The, the discomforting theme also featured a sign reading Alpich Mach Frank, which, which I butchered, but which is supposed to mean work sets you free in German. Uh, it's a slogan that was on display at the entrance of the Nazi yeah. concentration camp like Auschwitz. Lamberton perturbed neighbors saying the display is essentially scary coming so soon after the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. It sickens me that we can have this, you know, with what happened in Pittsburgh, said neighbor Bonnie Kratz. Uh, Bonnie's husband, Michael Katz, said the decoration sent a message that Lamberton hates Jews or we, and we should die. Lamberton, who told the HuffPost she is Jewish, uh, said the display is not for Halloween, but it is meant as a political protest against her local homeowner association. Lambertine accuses the HOA of harassing her because she put a sign with the Star of David on her lawn, which she said 
is allowed by the rules. Huff, Huff Post was unable to reach the HOA for a comment. Lamerton said she put up the display last week. She didn't, um, she didn't seem concerned about the optics after Pittsburgh and claimed that she was unaware of the shooting because she works too much to keep track with the news. Uh, she said she will keep the display up as long as she feels, feels like, thanks to her First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Um, <laughs> this whole situation became complicated. <laughs> really fucking wait, fast, shit. didn't it? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. um, You're kind of like, oh, wait, what, huh? What, 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 what happened here? So I understand what she's trying to do. Right. But the term overreaction <laughs> gets thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if she claim that um, they wouldn't let her put the side David up because I don't think any HOA not unless like a fucking enormous something, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure you could put the star David on whatever. Um, if she legitimately claimed that, then she should go to the court. Yeah. And then the court will look at it and go, yeah, you can do that. So fuck, you know, I, instead of this grotesquely childish <laughs> thing like it's it's childish it's, it's petty it's that well if you're not gonna make me do it then i'm gonna just do a huge one because you don't like it it's like oh, right it's like come on you know it kind of reminds me of there was a courthouse where they put like a statue of, of something jesus or whatever which technically is against the law it's against separation of church and state so instead of bringing that to the court there was an atheist group that then basically went through all this trouble of proving why they can put a statue of Satan (laughs) in the same location and it happened and I'm like this is so fucking childish like you're just being an asshole now you know Hmm. this is how people you know and I think I understand that she's upset you know, I'd be upset too, but fuck, so many better ways to deal with this <laughs> problem. Well, why so many people have told me that H- and shit? I, I the, I've lived in an HOA new place. They basically make sure your shit's clean. They don't really bother you. Yeah. So they cut all my bushes and stuff. <laughs> Can't hide your pentagrams and you know, right behind them. <laughs> well, my dog. I had to tell. She drew the star of Dave next to our door, my older daughter. Why? And uh, she, because they're the religion my wife was previously in, they're basically Jew for Jesus. Oh. Like the cross is not a thing, but they all have stars. Okay. You guys don't make any sense, but all right. Hmm. Um, so she put that, and I'm like, you, that might be a little offensive to people. And she's like, why? And I'm like, it's almost like someone marked the home that there's Jews here. <laughs> it's almost and like I go, somebody and put it, blood on, of, you know, on the, right above the door frame, you know? And then I also told her, I said, not to be rude, but there are no Jewish people here. Hmm. And if a Jewish person sees this and sees us all, I said, me, they're going to go, what the fuck? Right. No Jewish people there. <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, but well, it's because of, the, yeah, but, fucking like no one knows it 
So they're not, that's not valid. I said, you're going to cause problems for me. So take it off. And I made her take it down. And she was like, this is against my religious freedom. I said, you don't own this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you need to understand. All of it. And, and I told her, if you want to have something in the right ahead, I guess it's not going to bother me. But I don't need people knocking on my door, freaking out. And, and I also that I'm some piece of shit. You know? <laughs> Fuck. So she goes, she goes, oh, but I guess it would be a big put a crucifix out there. I'm like, well, then it would make sense. It's a bunch of Hispanics and no one would question that. She's like, ugh, and just fucking storms away. But um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say. I was about to thing of fucking racist motherfuckers and then and then it's say at the end and she what <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> right. uh all right well that's our episode for this week so if you're listening on itunes or apple podcast app five star reviews folks that's right it's simple it's easy and it's almost nearly painless Ooh. uh and then uh that helps us out also review us on stitcher or anywhere you get the show and just drop by the blog lazygeeks.com follow us on facebook facebook.com slash the geeks twitter and instagram is both at the lazy geeks, which is one word uh and you can send us feedback comments suggestions for episodes or any of your favorite conspiracy theories for us to talk about to the geeks at the geeks.com and you can check out some of the other podcasts on the lazy geeks network over at the lazy geeks.com every tuesday the extended play movie podcast every wednesday the fine line and you can find me on Instagram, both under Sapien TLG. And I'm also on social media. Follow me on Twitter at a middle age geek and Instagram middle age underscore a geek. And if you feel, you can definitely throw us some donation. Uh, basically just keep the lights on helps all the shows that work cover hosting fee, great equipment. Surprisingly podcasting is not as they, <laughs> as they like to say it is. Um, and you can definitely head over to our um, thelazygeeks.com and you'll see a donate button on there uh, if you um feeling the charitable way in this holiday yep. you know <laughs> alright well thanks for checking us out so until next time live large if you ain't living large you ain't living at all